Hi everyone and welcome back to the Unofficial Guide to Medicine podcast. Today is the second episode in our paediatric OSCE series and we'll cover type 1 diabetes in children. Our presenter today is Alex Richards who is a final year medical student at the University of Cardiff. Hello everyone, welcome to the Paediatrics and Child Health OSCE podcast led by the Unofficial Guide to Medicine. My name is Alex and I'll be sharing some top tips on how to take a history from a child with diabetes mellitus. Taking a paediatric history is obviously different from that of an adult. A good way to start is to introduce yourself to the child, their parents and or carers and any other siblings who are present. Confirm the child's name, date of birth and age. The child's age is key in determining what questions you'll need to ask and what areas you'll need to cover. Make sure to maintain a comfortable distance from the child at the beginning of the consultation whilst trying to build rapport with the family as a whole. This is important to allow the child to gain your trust and feel comfortable with you. I usually end up kneeling on the floor so I am at a similar level to the child at all times. Finally, there are a lot of clues to be seen in children before you even start the consultation. Watch how the child interacts with their family and how they play with other children or their siblings. If the child is bouncing and running around the room, you can pretty much determine that the child is not severely unwell. Following a brief history, it is important to gauge the patient's knowledge of their condition. Whenever you are sharing information, I find it useful to use the chunk and check format to understand what the patient already knows about their condition and what information they would like to know. It provides a simple framework to ensure that you are giving useful nuggets of information that can be easily digested. Other structures include BUSES, which stands for Brief History, Understanding of the Condition, Any Concerns, an explanation of the condition, and a short summary. So, in order to start the consultation, I quite like saying, I understand you've been recently diagnosed with diabetes. Would it be okay if I discuss this further with you and your parents? I would then follow by asking what they already understand about the condition and what concerns they have, so that I am able to address these within a timely manner. So diabetes mellitus is a long-term condition where your body becomes unable to control sugar levels due to a lack of the hormone insulin. Without insulin, the sugar is unable to get into the cells and stays in the bloodstream. This leads to symptoms such as weighing a lot, feeling very thirsty, losing weight or becoming very tired. And there are two types of diabetes. Type 1 is an autoimmune or genetic condition where the cells that produce the hormone insulin are destroyed and type 2 tends to be due to environmental and lifestyle choices. However, there is a lot of overlap between the two. It is important to follow up patients with diabetes regularly to ensure adequate blood glucose control and treatment. This is because a buildup of sugar in the blood leads to dangerous complications of diabetes and can damage the blood vessels of your eyes, kidneys, heart, skin, nerves and feet. And controlling your blood glucose is very important in preventing these complications. It is worth mentioning that healthcare professionals will probably take blood tests at these follow-up appointments to measure their long-term blood glucose control. 
However, it is also important to monitor your blood sugars via finger prick testing at home. Management is ongoing and will include a team of various professionals who will help support your child with their ongoing care. In order to help support your child, it is really important to encourage a healthy diet, avoiding foods high in sugar, losing weight and regular exercise. If relevant, to stop smoking and reiterate the importance of good blood sugar control and monitoring. It is also important to attend regular diabetic checks and encourage good foot care, including podiatry appointments. Following the consultation, make sure you arrange appropriate follow-up to discuss their diabetes further and acknowledge that you've discussed a large amount of information and it is unlikely that they will remember everything. Offer the patient some leaflets on diabetes and its management and direct them to some reliable websites which they can use to gather more information. To end the consultation, it is good practice to ask the patient whether they have any further questions or any potential concerns. Key concerns that patients and or families may have about diabetes will include treatment options, potential complications, lifestyle consequences and any anxieties from previous experiences of the disease. They may know someone with the disease who is suffering from the complications or may have even died from diabetes. Therefore, it is really important to address these concerns and questions in a timely manner. That's all for today. I hope it was useful and thank you for listening. I use the unofficial guide to passing Oski's textbook to help me with recording this podcast. So please check that book out if you would like any more information. Thank you everybody for listening. There'll be another Paediatrics Oski podcast released next week. If you would like to keep up to date with when we release our podcasts, please go and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. See you next week.